שער היחד והאמונה. להוב את מעט מזיהה, to explain a little bit, מה שכוסר בזהיר, what the Zayar says. דשמי ישראל וגמר יחודי לא. דפוסק ושמי ישראל זה היר אכטוס. וברוך שם כבד מחוץ לליאן לבד יחודת ברוך שם זה לואו אכטוס. ואף כוס בקלולוס, האידאה של היר אכטוס ולואו אכטוס means אכטוס from השם's point of view, or to be more precise, from a לקוס point of view, and אכטוס from our point of view, that we're able to tolerate. So that's what the Zayar says, that Shema Yisrael Yichud Yilohan, Baruch Shem Kvim Chuz Yichud Yilohan. So again, Shema Kamaise. The Helik Yerushin lost his father when he was six or seven years old. The Tata Zayin against Neb Sholom Drabit, Neb Sholom Shachni, he was the son of Rebbe Ram the Malach. The Yerushin used to say, I am a Raya, how great my father was. But Nishik Kendam Tata Zayin, he was a Nistar, Merveniken. He was a Tzadik, passed away very, very young, like the Malach. The Malach passed away 37 years old. I don't know how, how old Abshalom Drabacher was, but I don't think he was 40. Maybe he was, he was certainly not 50. The Ruzhnev passed away at the ripe old age of 54. There was no Arichas Yomim in this Mishpacha. The Ruzhnev once said, We do what you got to do and you go home, finished. So he passed away, the Ruzhnev in Akint. And there were a few people who were involved with the Ruzhnev. The Baditcher was involved. The Baditcher made him his Shidduch. In any case, He was traveling, and the Altarebbe was traveling, and the ma- wagons met. The Ruzhna was an Erech six or seven, and the Altarebbe was a big Rebbe. But this is Zayn Rebbe's Enekel. The Mizitcher Mag is an Enekel, you understand? The Mizitcher Mag is or Enekel. So the Altarebbe was given Zayat Tayyar. It was very Chaviv. So um, the Ruzhna was brought into Malkin Rebbe's wagon. The Rebbe was Makab upon him in Bechavit. And the Ruzhna was seven. So he said to the Alter Rebbe, how could a person say Shema Yisrael HaShem HaKen HaShem HaChod and then say V'yahavta? So the Alter Rebbe answered him because in the middle you say Baruch Shem. And then he turned around to his chassidim and said, this young boy asked a question, none of you have no idea what he's asking. If Havaya Echad, there's no you, there's no you, who's happy, who loves? So the Alter Rebbe said Baruch Shem. Baruch Shem is a law of Madaregia. But you see, you have to understand something. For you and for me, Baruch Shem is a law of Madaregia. For a yid who's holding by Yehudi Allah, what's Baruch Hashem? Nechayz da'argen esivet eseh. Go away from you, Yehudi Allah. Lower yourself, Yehudi Allah, so you should be able to have your haft. It's an undercook, you know what I'm saying? For me and for you, Yehudi Allah is also a fantasy. Yehudi Allah, it's a nice philosophy. A yid held by Yehudi Allah, but per mamash, how can you love the Hebrews? I don't know what to say. And for me, I'm gay, I'm weak from Yehudi Allah. Be oisig in Yehudi Allah, so you can have your haft. That's the pshat. But this is what it's about. Now I want to remind you that Rebbe said in the end of yesterday's shir that you have to begin with Amunah. The beginning of Amunah is Achtos. In other words, the Alter Rebbe is proposing, even though he's going to give us now a whole philosophy, but he really is interested in us believing this philosophy and then understanding it later. Because believing the philosophy, this is the Chanech and Aral Pidarke. Understanding it later, this is already the avoid of his bondness, like he spoke by the, in the, in the Agdom. Heipter and Peter Kalef, it says in the Apostle, You have to know today. Bring it down to your heart. Not today, but tomorrow, I guess. That which is the that the uses in creating the hell of a hest of creation is one of the same thing. And this oneness is true. Mount heavens above, Allah's on the earth below. So, of course, you know the diuk. It should say, Why is the hayoyim in the middle? And the Alter Rebbe once said, it's brought in the, in the Hebrew-based Rebbe, 
that it's worth it for a person to have the Yadayta Hayyim, today to understand Chasidus, intellectually, in Seichel. Even the Vashvei Zalvech is not going to be till tomorrow, and the Al-Tarebbe touched tomorrow means when Mashiach comes. The Pele Shom Getayne, the Holy Kirk Chasidus is fire. And the Al-Tarebbe said, no, the Ikir is Yediyas Alukus. It's a mitzvah that I said to know God. And the Al-Tarebbe asked the Kashev, it's all love, and the question is, Vichisal Al-Daytecha, would it ever cross any person's mind? There's a separated God, that Nishna that is resting. Bamayim in the water. Mitachas or underneath the earth. Or underneath the earth. That you have to anticipate and indicate the details of Hashavet. You have to bring it down to your heart. In other words, what's wrong if the Apostolic says, This is a case mamish of Kalamesiv Geireya. The moment you say Bashamayim Al Varmutakas, you're already splitting the Vahavayu Alakim. What are you splitting? There's one Havayu Alakim and that's all there is to it. Forget. The need to say Havayu Alakim is a symptom of our creation. But if we know what God knows, we wouldn't even have to say Havayu Alakim. But the Shamayim Imal Varzdakas has these two Havayu Alakims. One is Bashamayim Imal, the other one is Mitakas. And you should know it happens to be an Arikas and Hibshaim Bays that lasts, I think, for 500 pages. <laughs> this Posik. Mamish, it starts like a Shavuos time, and I inhale, and it continues till halfway through Chelik Gimel. Pushed explaining this pasuk. The second Chelik Gimel talks about Einoid. The second Chelik explains with Aita Hayoyim, explains the word Hayoyim, Vashvetz Mavacha, Vayuolakim. Then he explains separately Bashvayim Mal. Then he explains Baris Mitachas, and Chelik Gimel starts Lahav and Ninyan Einoid, and that lasts another 150 pages. It's it's an Arichas Atzu, Mamish, 400 pages to explain a pasuk. Uh, but the, the additional words, Bashamayim, Alev Tachas, don't add, they take away. Huh? No, he's asking on Bashamayim, Alev Mitachas. Are you going to think that there's a Lakim Mitachas La'orat? If you say Havayu, who Lakim, that includes everything. That the Hazhara of Havayu, is Kol Kach. Kol Kach means it's not enough. That you have Shavayitzalavecha of Havayu Lakim, you have to have Shavayitzalavecha of Hashemayim Imal, Varis Mitachas as well. Look down to them. He doesn't answer the question immediately. He makes it. The Pasuk says, Le'elam Adeshem, forever Abishter. This is a lush of David Amalek's Tilim. Dvarcha, your words, Nitzav, are standing by Shemayim in the heavens. O Pira Shabal Shemtazal, and this Pasuk, the words of Hashem are always standing in the heavens. The Baal Shemtiv interprets, and it says the Loshan in the Sikhis, Upirishes in the word, Pedishes Asimla, like a Parsu Asimla, at Fanande Gishpet, he disseminated, because really the Baal Shemtiv is not the originator of this Pshat. It's a Medrish Tilim Kuf Beis, Al Pasi Barchinavshi. It's one of those things that's important just to point out that the Rebbe, when he made the Chitas, arranged that this piece should be read the second day Shavuos, not the first day Shavuos, which is the actual title of the Baal Shemtiv. The second day Shavuos, which the Baal Shem favored. The Chilik is only that in a regular year we read only the first half of the Perek, the second day Shavuos, and in a leap year read the whole Perek, the second day Shavuos. So the Rebbe once asked the free to get Rebbe, he says, if the two calendars converge Shavuos, why do they have to re-diverge? Let it stay the same. So the free tells the Rebbe, because it's face daughter. Ibayar and a regular face daughter. And you'll look at the Chitas, you'll see the difference. And the Ibayar, the, the design of the Chitas is, you have a lot, a lot of small shiurim and a gigantic one. In the regular year, more or less the shiurim are balanced because it's the difference between Tzadik and Balchuva. Regular year is like Tzadik and a leap year is like Balchuva. Balchuva is booms and busts, extremes. Do you follow what I'm saying? So this is why, this is how it works out.
Okay. That it says in Medish, that the Baal was mefarsim, that what's the pshat in the Pasuk, la'il mavayet dvarach anitza bashamayim, ki dvarach hashamat ahira kia batech amayim v'gayim, your words that you spoke, to create the heavens in the first place, which were the words, Yehirakiya, let there be a, a rakiya, an expanse. These words and these letters, are standing and they're standing strong. They're standing strong and they're standing forever. Inside the expanse of the heavens. And they're revealed in whatever way. In each one of the heavens, all the time, to give them life. As the Pasuk says, the words of God Almighty, exist and give existence to the world, to the world and forever. And then it says also in Sidir, that His words are living and existing forever and so forth. So the Al-Tarebbe brings three proofs to the same. One is from Tilim and Abal Shemtiv. The other is a Pasuk someplace else. And the third is from the Siddur. Why you need three eyes for this? This you'll look in the Blavik. The bottom line is Hashem did not make the world. He is proactively making the world. Every second the Eivishter's words of creation are, are, are sustaining the creation anew. This is called Yeshmeyayin, Ex Nihilo. of the words of the Eivishter created it in the first place would depart even for an instant. Let me go back to the root. Tell you what would occur that the whole heaven become ayin v'efes mamish, nothing and nothing mamish. be as if they never were at all. As it was before they were made in the first place. So the Rebbe says you have four in yonim of nothing: ayin, efes, What this means, you can look in the Kutusichas Chelik Vav Shmeis. I don't know what it means myself. Okay. Just, just this I could tell you. Ayin means like the world is cold in the state of Machshav and Ratzin. Ephes means even before the state of Machshav and Ratzin. Bottom line is the, the need for the world to be created every second, is so strong that if it would disappear, it's not that it would be burned up and become ash or become very small. It would not exist in a way that it never existed. This is not limited to the Rakir. Each creation is the same way. In all the worlds, the highest worlds and the lowest worlds. Even this physical world, which is a big lie. Even the inanimate level, where you don't see life at all. Every single instant, the Ebishta has to renew it. And, if we depart from the creation, even for an instant, is the letters and energies. From the ten utterances of creation. Shabahen Nivras Aras, which was which the world was created in the first place. Bishajis and Babirajis during the ten days of initial creation, Hayakhazad, Hisakhazaz, it will return to La Ayyam Vafas Mamish to nothingness and nothing Mish Mamish. And Kmei Lifnaishes Mabish Mamish. As a wonderful creation Mamish. Here he only says three things before he said a fourth thing. Another word is what the Nizal writes. Shagambadem, even a lifeless thing Mamish. Like stones, earth, and water. There has to be a soul and a life that's spiritual, which gives it its existence. In other words, a revelation of the ten letter, the letters of speech. The ten utterances of creation. That give life, which means nishama, and give existence, which means guf, to the inanimate thing. To exist in an independent way. The word yesh doesn't mean existence. 
The word Matthias means existence. The word Yesh means independent existence. From a state of nothingness and nothingness. As it was before the ten days of creation. Stop. Now boys, the key term here is Yesh Mayayim. Now, it's a long lambdas. The MS is, Yesh Mayayim is a long lambdas. Okay? But the kits out of the lambdas is as follows. To be very, very, very grub. Question number one. Is there a God? Does the world have a creator or could the world exist by itself? Stupid question. And the answers are even stupider. Of course, there has to be. You look at the world, it's, there's no way it could be by itself. And you'll forgive me for being so candid. That's a very good argument. I'm sorry. When you hear these secular people laugh at it, the egg is on their own faces. It's so stupid. It's so primitive. You know, it, you know what the argument against there being a God is? Everybody knows. You, everybody knows they used to believe. No, 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 no. It, it's completely logical. This world has to have a creator. Okay. But there's a second question. What is the role of the creator? And this second question does get more complicated. Is the role of the creator simply to give order to the creation? Or to actually create it from nothing into something? In other words, there's material, right? There's atoms, there's electrons, there's pieces. Does the creator take these pieces and put them together so they should look beautiful? And they should function? And they should converge into more complex entities until there's living things and complex living things? Until intelligent things like we are? Right? Or is the role of this creator to actually create the material? May I in Layesh from a non-existence into an existence. And Yiddishkeit believes as a core belief in Yesh Mayayin. Not only does Hashem give the world its tzura, its order, and its form, the Abishta actually creates it from a non-existence into a yes existence, ayin into yesh. And there's an enormous difference between arguing that there is a God whose sole function is to give order to a chaotic, uh, what's the word that they use? Primordial mass of particles. To give them order. As opposed to believing in Yesh You know what the difference is? Dependent. If your model is that there is a God, because you're not an idiot, you have to be a stupid person. You have to be mamish a stupid person that there's no God. I, I say it with the full authority. You have to be pushed a baby. You have to be mamish a non-thinking person. In other words, science used Pashat religion to believe that there is no God. But even if you believe there's a God, many people who believe in God believe that the whole function of God is yesh miyesh. If you believe that the function of God is yesh miyesh, the world is not dependent on God. Their argument would be it always existed. And please, I'm not going into this debate right now. I'm just giving you information. The debate you'll take up yourself. Um, if you say yesh miyesh, you could say he made it, he finishes making it, leaves it alone. Now what happens? It slowly falls apart. When he sees it become a junkyard, he gets involved, fixes it over, and retires. But his involvement doesn't have to be b'chol rega You follow? We hold critically on a level of Amuna, and the emiss is even on a level of Seichel. Rambam argues that you could intellectually prove Yashmi Ayin. If you believe in yesh and ex nihilo, what the, the most critical piece of this puzzle is you're making the world depend on the Creator every single second. Why? Because He's making the particles of creation from nothing into something. It's a quantum event, not like physics quantum, where you're going from one Matthias to a different Matthias, from one physical Matthias to a different You're going from a non-Matthias to a Matthias. And when you have a quantum event on this category, 
it is logical and arguable, as Al Rebbe is going to explain in Perik Beis, that the moment you stop it, it goes back to what it was. You must preserve it. You have to keep the Yeshman going. This, of course, becomes the foundation for the whole of Yiddishkeit, for Ashkocha Pratis, and for Achtos Avaye, and for Ket. We're left with the opposite question where is the space for our free will? But Yeshmeyayin is the first critical building block in Achtos. This is the Shari Echemun, 12 Prak. We read a half a Pedic. But Yeshmeyayin is a very, very powerful beginning. We're going to go into such an Yonim as Timsim Shalekib Shutei and Kolbats, Musim, Bidias, Dea, and so forth and so on. But this is a very, very important beginning. The idea of Yeshmeyayin. You got it? Shut. Sure.